Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast, episode number two. My name is Jeff, and we'll get started. Today's podcast is about Streamline. What is it? How do you use it in your swim lessons? How do you use it in your swim team? And how do you make sure that people, swimmers, continue streamlining even when they've moved out of those beginning groups? Let's get started. All right, so for Streamline, uh, we do it at the beginning of every practice. We always review what it is on deck and what the three things you should focus on during Streamline. Uh, so for a first brief uh, discussion about, uh, just to talk about what Streamline is, uh, generally it is the first thing that every swimmer does at the beginning of every stroke. So for every competitive stroke, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle, initially on entry or at the beginning of every push off the wall, the swimmer will always do streamline. Uh, and streamline is, as they say, the fastest and the easiest thing you can do in swimming. And I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for streamline right now, and it talks about how uh, Kicking in streamlined position underwater can be significantly faster than swimming any of the other strokes, competitive uh, or otherwise. Uh, and this is mainly related to uh, some basic physics here uh, that talks about the three main resistances caused by drag on a swimmer are friction, form, and wave-making forces. Uh, the most detrimental of those forces uh, would be resistance by form. Uh, so bad form in the water will cause more drag on the body and result resistance resulting in more work needing to be done to cover the same amount of distance so uh, this is streamline basically reduces the amount of um, drag that the water puts on your body which will slow you down in any way that you're moving your body or creating a wave or um, moving your body in a position that's different than streamline will cause it to slow down in the water. So what we want to do is focus on getting our bodies in that streamline position. Generally at the beginning of each uh, uh, stroke because it is the fastest part of the stroke. So when we get in streamline we are moving faster through the water and we want to teach our swimmers how we can do that. So I'm going to tell you about what we do for our beginning swimmers and how we get them to get in streamline position. Uh, mostly this is for people that don't even know what streamline is. And I'm going to be talking, we can do this for swim lessons, we can do this for beginning swim teams, we can uh, do this really for anybody that's starting out swimming, and we can even do it for our more advanced groups as well uh, though at this point they should probably know what it is already and be doing it on a consistent basis and part of what we're doing here is establishing a habit or establishing a routine and we want this to be an instinctual ingrained muscle memory action that all the swimmers do every time and ideally we want to connect it to starts and pushing off the wall and if we can do that and it'll be easier to reference back to Streamline during their swimming. So on breaststroke, uh, on the recovery, getting back into that Streamline position, while we may not having the hands on top of each other's hands, um, pancake together, 
the general form is going to be the same. So we can call it position 11, like we talked about in the last episode, episode 001, where we talked about position 11. Or we can reference it as streamline position, so getting back into streamline with each recovery of breaststroke. Um, or trying to maintain a streamlined body or streamlined position with each hand hit on freestyle, getting a long straight body position. Um, so we can reference back to it during our swimming, but primarily we're talking about pushing off the wall and, and from a racing start. That's primarily what we're talking about. So let's start with what we do at practice. So at practice for new swimmers, um, the first thing we do is we get everybody on the deck and we talk about what streamline is. And the best way to to show new people is to demonstrate it yourself. So stand up straight, shoulders back in the soldier position, chin pressed into the spine, hands at the side, legs together, shoulder width apart, uh, back straight, basically standing upright and getting as long and as tall as you can without actually standing on your tiptoes. Do that position first, soldier position first. And then I'll say, show me streamline, put my hands above my head, reaching above my shoulders, put one hand on top of the other, pancaking so my palm will be touching the back of my other hand. And then I'll wrap my thumb around the outside of my bottom hand. And we call that locking the thumb. And we do that because it makes the second portion, squeezing your ears with your elbows, a bit easier. So we have three things that we focus on. And once everyone shows me Streamline, uh, I can have them put their hands down by their sides so they don't get too fatigued by keeping their arms raised above their head. And what we're looking at, uh, we'll probably do this five times. Show me Streamline, lift your hands above your head, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, uh, and look straight ahead. And we'll do that reinforcing good streamline posture, good streamline position. Uh, the coaches will walk around, make sure that the arms are straight. Uh, if they're not doing one of the three things, it's really immediately clear. And these three things are excellent for getting people and getting swimmers into the streamline position. So. The three things that we look for on Streamline are, number one, lock your thumb. Number two, squeeze your ears. And number three, look down. So if they were in the water, we would say look down. Because uh, we're standing on the deck, we'll say look down. But what we really mean is look straight ahead. And if any one of those things is off, then the Streamline itself will not work or it will be off. So we found that um, using these three terms, these three items, really gets everybody in an excellent streamlined position. All right, let's go a little bit in depth into lock your thumb. Uh, so the easiest way to describe it is to pancake your hand. So one hand on top of the other, palm, palms down, both palms pointing in the same direction. We take the top hand's thumb that will be extended over the bottom hand's pinky and wrap it around the palm portion and we call that lock your thumb and we do that because it forces the swimmer to get their hands together and it forces the swimmer to put their hands in the correct position sometimes you'll see swimmers or children particularly put their fingers over the side of their palm 
and think that that's streamlined. And it can work, but what we often see is that then it lays flat uh, and doesn't cut through the water as well as the palm on top of the back of the hand, so palms pointing the same direction. Uh, sometimes swimmers will lace their fingers, and we don't really encourage that. We just want them to lock the thumb, wrap it around. And initially, we did this because when we were doing starts off the blocks, you want to get in streamlined above the water before you enter the water. And what would happen is if you were entering the water in streamlined and you did not have your thumb locked over around it, then your hands would rip apart from the entry. The force of the entry would pull your hands, pull your arms apart from each other, and you would not be able to maintain your streamline once you dove into the water. So we just integrated this into our starts and then integrated into our uh, streamlines off the wall. So lock your thumb. And oftentimes if we say lock your thumb, the swimmers, the children will typically think it's lock your thumbs and maybe confusing to them. Uh, just make sure that you're saying lock your thumb and demonstrate it by showing them specifically, here's the pancake hands and use that one thumb, kind of wiggle it around the other hand and lock it in. You can even like make a gesture showing that, oh, your thumb is locked in with the other hand so it can't move. The second uh, thing to focus on for the streamline is to squeeze your ears. And if you are, if you have your hands above your head, you've locked your thumbs, your ears should be tightly squeezed by your elbows. If you're trying to keep your and you should be keeping your arms straight, then your ears, your head will be squeezed by your hands because you're squeezing or you're locking in your thumbs. So once you've locked your thumbs uh, or locked your thumb over your hand and got your hands in the correct position um, on top of each other and raised above your head, your elbows will be squeezing your ears uh, if you're getting a full extension on your arms. And what we see often the reason why we want to say squeeze your ears is because most time swimmers will be lazy uh, or participants will be lazy and they'll lock their thumb and put it over their head but their elbows will be bent and so then we have this big gap around their head and their ears are exposed and that's not streamlined because uh, it's not uh, hydrodynamic um, we want to have the arms to be straight so we can minimize the amount of drag so we can cut through the water uh, in a long straight body posture, long straight body position. So what we'll do is we'll make sure that uh, the ears are squeezed and we'll say squeeze your ears with your elbows and eventually we can drop the elbows and just say or your arms. We can just drop it and say squeeze your ears and the implication and if we want to demonstrate it uh, we can start out with our hands over our head connected, our thumbs locked and then with our elbows bent, and then we can change that and say squeeze your ears, straighten out our arms, raise it above our head, and get into streamlined position. So uh, number one, lock your thumb. We'll demonstrate that, show it what it is. Number two, hands above the head with the thumb locked, squeeze the ears. And the third item that we always wanna focus on for streamline is to look down. So in the water, we wanna look down Typically we say this for freestyle breaststroke and butterfly. When we do a backstroke streamline, we just say, you know, on freestyle you look down, what do you do for backstroke on streamline? And let them figure out 
you know, you look up. Uh, and we can explicitly say that as well to make sure that they know to look up for those that need that extra oomph. But generally, most people, most swimmers know we want them looking up. So, uh, so look down, look down. Um, when we're standing on the deck, we'll say look down and, and then say qualify that by saying in the water, we're going to look down. But on the deck, it's going to mean look straight ahead. And we want to do that because if the head is raised, then the ears aren't squeezed. Or if the head is tucked, looking down towards the feet or towards the chin is tucked into the chest, then you have the face looking away from uh, extending out from the streamline position and it creates more drag because it creates a, um, uh, like a, it kind of pops out of the body line. So you don't want to have the head tilted up or down in any way. You want it to be basically soldier position, standing upright, chin into the spine uh, without any tilt up or down. Arms directly over the shoulders, hands directly over the head. So everything is in line. Everything is kind of stacked up on top of itself. Uh, so if we see, and we see this often, beginner swimmers will always look forward to find out where they're going. And if you're not looking down, you're also not squeezing your ears. So they may have their thumb locked and their hands in the correct position, but if they're lifting their head up to see where they're going, then the rest of their body is going to fall out of alignment or they're not going to be doing their streamline correctly because their head will be uplifted or tilted down. So we want to make sure that their face uh, is looking down. Uh, so to re recap, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, and look down. And when we review those three things, uh, we also have hand motions that go along with them to kind of give a visual cue in addition to the audio cue. So for lock your thumb, uh, we'll put hand on top of hand and then wiggle the top thumb and wrap it around the bottom hand. And while we say lock your thumb, for squeeze your ears, often I'll just point at the ears um, or I'll put my hands in the streamline above my head and then kind of open and close my elbows uh, to indicate squeezing the ear. And for look down, draw a circle around your face and then point to the floor. So uh, that's kind of a universal thing. Look down, your whole face should be pointing down. Uh, so th that's kind of how we describe the Actually, in detail, that is how we describe position our streamline. Um, and you can, if you listen to the first podcast, uh, episode number one of the Swimming Ideas podcast, episode number one, position 11, you remember that there are three things that we do for that. Uh, so the three things for position 11, if you didn't get a chance, number one is look down. Number two, keep your arms straight. Number three, stay on the surface. And the hand position for look down is the same the same visual cue as streamline. So draw a circle around your face and point down while you say, look down. Um, uh, so so there, those are connected there as well. Uh, so let's move on to um, how we can use this in our uh, swim team practice and when we use it and how we can talk about streamline during a set and kind of just focus on it on its own. Um, so let's look at how we can do uh, streamline as, on its own as a teaching uh, portion, uh, as its own item. 
and we'll we'll use a beginner swim lesson what we have our first group and how we go over it there uh, i can go over that right now when we use or teach streamline to our beginners uh, we generally like i said start out on the deck we reiterate the three things for streamline lock your thumb squeeze your ears and look down and then we might break up into small groups. So split the team in half, send half of the swimmers to the other side of the pool, uh, break up into lanes, putting probably two to three kids in each lane uh, as lanes allow that we have. We typically have three to four lanes. So by splitting in half, we double the size of our, uh, double the lane size. Uh, and we're gonna do short distance work. And what we'll do is we'll say three times, streamline on your stomach with freestyle kick. And when you get to the surface, move over and get back in line. And what we're going to do is each time a swimmer does their streamline, we're going to be looking for those three things. Did they look down? Did they squeeze their ears? And did they lock their thumb? Uh, and if they're doing streamline correctly, then they will have done those three things. And typically for most beginners, they're not doing all three things perfectly, unless they've had some excellent swim lessons before they got in the swim team, in which case they may be doing it well or correctly enough. But we still want to be giving them instantaneous and accurate feedback for every time they did their streamline. So uh, what we're doing, working for here is lots of repetition, giving them lots of opportunities to do their streamline and focus on those three things. And it's surprising how difficult this is for most people. Uh, it is not a natural position. One of my, um, my head coach talked to me about how at one of the ASCA clinics they were talking about for eight and unders, getting in streamline is a very unnatural position for them because it throws their body out of balance and then they'll begin slipping or panicking isn't quite the right word but it's close they'll have a sensation of tipping over or falling down so they're not going to want to put their hand on top of hand in that locked thumb or squeezing their ears because they don't want to be going down or under or off balance so we're going to give them as many opportunities as we can and reinforce strongly these three items and then from there what we see is that if they can remember all those three things and they can actively do them their streamline is quite good um, we just have to remind them to kick and uh, maybe go farther underwater uh, start off a little bit deeper um, we try not to do streamlines on the surface instead we try to tell them go down first and push off in a straight line uh, so kind of like a uh, torpedo is being shot from a torpedo tube instead of uh, like a pushing off on the surface and then creating a U with their body and going underwater after that. So we really try to make sure that the swimmers are putting their feet lower in the water before they push off, sinking underwater first and then doing the streamline instead of putting their feet near the surface and then pushing off down because that will create like a U position. That's not exactly what we're looking for. So, um, like I said, we'll be focusing on these three things. Uh, are they lifting their heads up? Are they keeping their head down? Are they locking their thumb? And are they 
squeezing their ears. Now, once they've mastered the, or at least gotten an idea of how to do Streamline correctly in a small group setting where they're getting lots of feedback, then we want to start introducing it right away into their actual swimming. And as I said earlier uh, in the previous podcast, in podcast number 001 on position 11, I was talking about how we do our position 11. So we typically do two 25s position 11. And when I give that description, I'll say this exactly. All right, here we go. We're going to do 225s of position 11. Remember to streamline first and then do position 11 the rest of the way. What are the three things for streamline that you should be working on? And then I'll call on someone and they'll say, lock your thumbs, squeeze your ears, look down. And then I'll say, what are the three things that you should be working on for position 11? And someone will raise their hand and I'll pick on them and they'll say, keep your arms straight, look down, stay on the surface. And I'll say, okay, first person, ready, go, streamline first, then position 11. And when I say those things, I will actually do the hand motions, hands in position 11, uh, I'm sorry, hands in streamline, and then hands in position 11. And walk down the deck of ways to kind of indicate that you should do streamline for a set amount of distance, and then do stream position 11 the rest of the way. So every time we do a set or uh, a swim, typically for beginners, I'll always say streamline first, then what are you doing? Uh, so when we break up into small groups like we did for just the streamline, uh, let's say we're doing, we're working on our front crawl breathing. Uh, for that short distance portion, it would be everybody goes three times, streamline first, plus five strokes of freestyle, plus one breath and then move over and come back and get in line. So they know initially, what do I do first? Streamline. Then what do I do? Okay, after streamline, I go into swimming. How many strokes do I take? I take a total of five, and I need to take one breath. So, but always in the beginning, it is that streamline first. And if you're gonna do backstroke, it would be, everybody goes three times, streamline on your back first, then when you get to the surface, do three strokes of backstroke. Uh, when we do butterfly, streamline with butterfly kick, and then do two strokes of butterfly with kick. Focus on keeping your arms together during the streamline, or your, your elbows squeezed, your ears squeezed during the streamline. Uh, so every time we do short distance stuff, it's always streamline first. We always have that explicitly said, and that's to reinforce the idea that you do it first. It is a part of the swim. It's not um, optional. It's not independent of swimming. It's actually integrated into everything we do. Uh, and what's funny is that because we explicitly state, yes, you need to streamline first, when we do things like, uh, let's do a 25 freestyle, uh, if I don't say streamline first and then do a 25 freestyle and then continue swimming to the other side, which I typically do, they'll raise their hand and ask, should we streamline first? And of course the answer is always yes, always streamline. Now because we spend so much time on streamline as a skill, it's one of my, as a coach, pet peeves to see a swimmer not streamlining during a set. And this extends up through college, high school, elite athletes that during their set forget to streamline or choose not to because it's hard maybe they're out of breath 
Uh, maybe there's not enough room in the lane, there's too many people, but I'm always looking for that streamline. Uh, and it's a really simple thing to focus on initially because it's at the wall typically where the coaches are standing, uh, but it's also uh, indicative of how they're going to be swimming the rest of their stroke. So if you're putting the effort to streamline every time, my opinion is that you're more likely then to also focus on the specific stroke mechanics that are going to make you a better swimmer. And the first step in doing that is to streamline. So uh, what what I do when we are in the middle of a set is if I see a blatant streamline ignored, I will stop them and send them back to the wall and have them do their streamline again, uh, kind of give them a disappointing head shake or glare or, or, or uh, uh, a squint. Um, the idea being that it's, it's so basic, it's so easy to do that you should do it every time. And it's something that when we transition between groups, that I'm often looking for. Do they streamline? Is the swimmer uh, streamlining at the appropriate time? So uh, one of the tools we do uh, is to always talk about it at first to make sure that it is a habit. Uh, say it as a part of every stroke. Streamline first, you should be streamlining. Um, streamline, then swim the rest of the way. Uh, Streamline three strokes and then a flip, move over and come back. Um, make sure you streamline on your backstroke. Uh, your focus for this set should be to streamline. Just reiterating and repeating it every day, every time. And then holding the swimmers accountable for not doing it or for doing it. Making sure that with each time they push off the wall that they're actually doing their streamlines. And we can, at the end of a set or during the middle of a set when they're getting their rest, say, hey, I was watching you swim. Good job on your arm strokes. Your face was looking down. But you forgot to streamline on that second turn. Or you forgot to streamline on the third uh, 25. Calling them out on it. Making sure that, as a coach, we are focusing on that and paying attention so that we can watch for those streamlines. Uh, so... Making sure that streamline is integrated into the practice. There really is uh, the only secret that I found for streamlining is to repeat it constantly and to hold the swimmers accountable for doing it. Uh, making an effort to constantly point out, you need to streamline, you need to streamline. And that is exhausting, uh, but uh, it, it's important enough that we need to be focusing on that. Uh, let's take a look at, let's move on to swim lessons. And if you are, how we go about using Streamline in our swim lessons. And uh, it, it's really up to you and your program to use the terminology Streamline versus rocket ships or blast offs or glides or um, front floats. Uh, like I said earlier in the podcast here, uh, some swimmers that are younger cannot physically hold or maintain streamline based on their um, their their balance, the feeling of balance that they get, or just their arms aren't strong enough to hold them above in that, in that position. So we typically don't introduce streamline as a specific skill until uh, they know how to do front crawl arms or back crawl arms without support. We're not going to explicitly say streamline. We'll say front glide or uh, supported front glides or front floats. And we do that because uh, we're starting 
even more basic we're starting with just putting your face in the water or staying on the surface without panicking and lifting your head up so uh, probably the initial time that we would do streamline is right after they have put their hands out in front of them in position 11 put their face in the water and then pushed off to the instructor uh, they would be pushing off in position 11 we could then transition into streamline and we don't necessarily call it streamline we would say do a front glide to me push off to me and we'll say uh, put your hands out in front of you put your face in the water push off to me and then demonstrate with a hand on top of the hand and then we can grab their hands stacked and streamlined with ours and support them by holding their hands and kind of dragging them through the water, giving them the feeling of that motion in streamline uh, and giving a little speed boost as well, which makes it fun. Um, and it's difficult to show without, uh, to describe without a picture. And in the show notes, I'll go ahead and put a picture of an instructor grabbing the hands of a swimmer and kind of pulling them through the water if I can find one. Um, and, and that'll help illustrate the point here, uh, that we use Streamline in our swim lessons, but not explicitly as a skill until they know how to swim on their own for a short distance. So uh, we're looking at three body lengths and then the instructor supporting them in the water and then sending them back to their starting location where they can stand uh, with their head above waters whether that's at a wall on a bench or in zero depth um, we want to really focus in our swim lessons on going short distances and doing lots of repetition uh, we have benches in the water and we'll sometimes put two of them together or two of them about five feet apart facing each other and they can just do streamline back and forth repeatedly and say, okay, you have five streamlines or you need to do 10 streamlines right now. And what that means, and we can even say, you know, go back to that swim team, look down, squeeze your ears, lock your thumb. And even with beginning swimmers, even with younger swimmers, we can use those three cues, those three visual and audio cues to give them a clear expectation of what they should be doing in the water. And, uh, that makes their swimming much easier because they're focusing on the motion, on the movement, and keeping their body line and their body posture accurate and correct. And here's the opportunity that you get to weigh in on this discussion. Do you, in your swim lessons or in your swim lesson program, talk about streamline? Do you specifically use the word streamline when discussing hands above your head, thumb locked, face down or do you use words like rocket ships or do you say blast offs or do you call it front glides and if you do why do you use those different words what's the benefit that you find from calling streamline something else and in our program we do both we call them both things like i said earlier we introduce it at a later stage uh, initially, we might use fun words like rocket ship or blast off um, or front lines, uh, but we do use streamline in our program as well. And then also, how do you cure people of bad habits of not streamlining? What do you do to make sure that your swimmers, if you're on a swim team, uh, are always doing the streamline? What and then, furthermore, what kind of cue words and visual aids do you use to reinforce streamline? So 
you know, most of this episode is talking about the three things. Look down, squeeze your ears, lock your thumb. Do you have uh, keywords that you use for your your streamline? How to talk about streamline? How do you teach streamline effectively and well? And we've met with a lot of success with these three words, uh, these three keywords, our phrases. What do you use? How, how can you share with us what type of things you say to reinforce the good streamline position? I'd like to know. Uh, you can comment in the comments below. That would be very welcome uh, on the webpage swimminglessonsideas.com, uh, podcast number two. Uh, or uh, you can uh, send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Uh, it will be available if you want to share that, and I can make a post about it and add it to the show notes. Again, thank you for listening. If you have anything that you want to specifically hear about, please let us know. Send us an email. Send us a comment. And also, please share this. So if you've enjoyed this podcast or if there's anything uh, you'd like to see more of, um, feel free to send us a tweet at Swimming Ideas uh, on Twitter. Uh, or we have a Google Plus page and a Facebook page. So look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much, and 